Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. You know, folks, we are just a handful of days until the state of Georgia makes its decision in their runoff election about who is going to represent them. Now, I have had such deep feelings about what Republicans have done in the state of Georgia. I've had such deep feelings about the political apparatus that is even allowed for Reverend Warnock to have a fighting chance in the state of Georgia because of the work that Stacey Abrams, Black Pack, and other on-the-ground coalitions have done to create a get-out-the-vote apparatus that is bar none and should be replicated in every fucking state in this country, regardless of how red we think that it is. Because what Democrats do and have done is just seed states, full states, full fucking regions to Republicans and say, oh, we could never. Instead of getting on the ground 365 days a year, talking to people, organizing with people, building up momentum and building a pipeline of candidates that could potentially, whether it is in five years, in 10 years or in 20 years, turn that state from red to fucking purple, to blue, right? That's the kind of elbow grease. That is the kind of fortitude. That is the kind of persistence that black women have that have been at the forefront of shaping and changing Georgia that Democrats need to have up and down this fucking country if they want to, in fact, preserve and expand our democracy. What do I mean by expand? I mean that we live up 
to our creed where all people are treated equal, where everyone has access to liberty and justice and freedom and happiness, and that these are not just words and parts of our constitution, but that we live these ideals and these ideals are present in our policies, right? That doesn't happen when we keep ping-ponging back and forth between the white nationalist Republican Party and the Democrats, right? So when we look at this race, this Senate race, And, you know, I've heard some people say, well, oh, it's not that consequential anymore because we already have, the Democrats have already won the Senate. And I say to them, are you dumb? Because the more Democratic senators we have, the more things that we actually get done. So no, we don't just throw up our hands and say, so we won, we don't need another seat. Yes, we fucking do. Frankly, we need 60 in order to get all of the things done that we actually want to get done in this country and can't because of the archaic racist filibuster that is in place and because of Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema that deny us the ability to get rid of the filibuster so we can codify, you know, women's rights and voting rights into this country so that we nullify the damage that the Supreme Court is doing now that it has been weaponized and radicalized by the white supremacist Republican Party. So when I look at Georgia and I look at a Herschel Walker that is a empty vessel puppet for white supremacy and the Republican Party, that they would lift up this man that has near a brain in his head. It's clearly, I mean, not even under, I don't even, what is the worst word rather than underqualified for a job? right? Like he is, whatever that word is, that is what Herschel Walker is. Herschel Walker couldn't even be, I think, in charge of coaching a little league football team because the man does not have control of his mental faculties. You listen to him and in Warnock's latest ad, which is by far the most brilliant thing I have seen. And again, I'm like, if Democrats at the national level are not paying attention to one, the apparatus that has been put in place to get out the vote in Georgia and to two, the way in which Reverend Warnock has decided to fight back against the white supremacists in uh, Georgia. They're not paying attention. His latest attack ad looks like this. It looks like a bunch of Georgians, different races, different ages, sitting in a white room, like a focus group. And they have headphones on. And they're watching Herschel Walker in his own words at rallies. They're watching clips of him speaking. The entire ad is just them reacting to Herschel Walker speaking. It is brilliant. They're listening to Herschel Walker talk about vampires and werewolves and how he wants to be a werewolf now. They're watching videos of Herschel Walker just run on about bad air in China and good air in the United States. And like, we have enough good air, so their bad air won't get, I mean, it is. And then the people are reacting 
And their reactions go range from ways of embarrassment to anger to frustration to this is how little, and this is what I have been saying, this is how little the Republican Party thinks about the people of Georgia. That all they want is a yes man. All they want is somebody to hit the yes button, not somebody that is going to think about them, that is going to lead them, that is going to be supportive of them and actually understand their needs. No, they just need an empty vessel in there, an empty black body that they can point to and say, boy, you go ahead and go do that. Boy, you go ahead and vote like that. And I spoke about this, that, um, a good reverend down in Georgia went viral for his video lambasting Herschel Walker, lambasting white nationalists, racists in the state of Georgia, saying that they don't want you to have a man that is of philosophy. They want you to vote for the man with a football. You don't need a walker. You need a leader. You need somebody that is about running this state, putting us on the map, right? And I got to tell you that Herschel Walker embodies exactly what it is the Republican Party thinks about black people, what they think about people of color, how very little they think about us, right? And you can tell by the company that these motherfuckers keep. You know, they say nothing still with regard to Donald Trump dining with a white supremacist, a known white supremacist and anti-Semite in Nick Fuentes and in Kanye West. They say nothing because they don't want to upset their base, which is built on white supremacy and white supremacists. Their silence tells us who they are. And this is the thing. And I, and I did a TikTok about this earlier in the week which said this, you don't need to announce that you are a racist. You do not need to announce that you are an anti-Semite. All you have to do is pay attention to what people say, what they don't say, and who the fuck they rock with. That will give you all the information that you need. I don't need Donald Trump to stand up on a stage and say that he is a racist. I know that Donald Trump is a racist. I know it from the ways that he ran his fucking rental buildings in New York City and was sued for it. I know the way in which he had spoken about black people. That's my good black over there. I know the way that he has spoken about African nations and nations uh, built by people of color as shithole countries. I know the ways that he has treated undocumented people in this country. I know the ways that he has spoken about Mexicans in this country, how he has said that those that come in here should be from good places like Finland or Norwegian, right? Like we know who Donald Trump is. It is willful ignorance that has us believe that this Republican party isn't just a well-funded, well-organized fucking hate group. So it is more important than ever, more important than ever that we elect people who look like this country's demographic shift and not just look like them in the way that the Republican party has put up this empty vessel known as Herschel Walker 
that doesn't just have the complexion, but has the character and the fortitude and the will to match what we need in order to preserve our democracy, in order to actualize our freedoms in this country. Coming up next is my conversation with Delita Hosha, who is the executive director of Renew US, which is an organization that is about endorsing progressive black indigenous people of color candidates across America and giving them the skills and the ability to be able to not only run as candidates, but to run campaigns as well. So I will talk with Delita about a whole host of things and why it is important that organizations like Renew US exist. Folks, I am very excited to welcome to Woke AF Daily for the very first time, Delita Hosha, who is the executive director of Renew USA, an organization that is dedicated in working with down ballot uh, progressive candidates. Um, Delita, please tell the Woke AF audience a bit more about Renew USA and how what integral part you played in um in the midterm elections yeah sure danielle thank you for having me um so as you said um renew usa um really trying to uh, make sure we identify uh, the gaps that progressive um you know the left has been um missing in order to, to, to really build true power right um we have seen how um, since the 70s, um, the the far right really invested in state. They had, you know, this strategy to invest in state power. Um, while the far left, we just thought that, you know, DC was the the goal, yep. right? Yep. And um, at a national level, things have not changed. So um, Renew really wants to focus on building that power locally um, to make sure that uh, power rises up, right? To make sure that we can change things on a local and state level, because that's where it truly matters. Like that's where it impacts our uh, day-to-day life, not so much at a national level um, where most of the things get stuck, uh, you know, um, and we don't see uh, change that really impacts our life and pushes forward towards justice. So Renew have been able to identify the gaps and we have been able to provide the service to close that gap and really, really invest in candidates at the local and state level to build that long lasting progressive power that we desperately need in order to save our planet, um, in order to change, you know, our lives, our everyday lives for immigrants, LGBTQ, um, Native Americans, you know, just really, really uh, change the lives of those who have been the most marginalized in this country and, and honestly worldwide. Let's talk a bit about the fact that Democrats for far too long have ceded uh, state influence to the right, right? Like you yeah. said, you know, Democrats will, the Democratic establishment has always told us, okay, we need representation in Congress, in the Senate, um, you know, at the governorship, uh, the presidency. And so what has happened by virtue of that is that folks have kind of allowed what is happening at the state uh, and local level to kind of fall by the wayside. Can you speak to some of the candidates um, that you all were were helping in, uh, the races that you were helping in, and why it's important for folks who may 
only be invested at the national level to understand the intricacies of at, at uh, about what happens at the state and local level. Sure. Um, so Renew is in, in, in 12 different states, right? So we had candidates um, in various, uh, in all the, the 12 states and um, progressive candidates. Um, for example, in North Carolina, we had, we endorsed Carla, um, who um, first Latina um, to, would become the first Latina to be elected, uh, you know, to the state uh, house. Um, we endorsed, um, for example, my uh, district right here in Massachusetts. Uh, we worked on um, Robin uh, Kennedy uh, for state senate, right? Um, a, a progressive uh, uh, candidate um, who is now, thankfully, my my state senator. Um, so we we had just amazing candidates that we um, endorsed um, all over the country, and uh, obviously when. Um, when you're going for progressive candidates, it also means that you're going to lose a lot, right? <laughs> you're going to lose some because <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you got to be, if we're not built uh, to to lose, then we're not built to like really be in the fight. We, you know, um, so, and the important is um, candidates, um, as I say, the power flows up, right? So candidates at a local and state level, most likely there is a pipeline for them to then go to Congress, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're not investing at a state level, local and state level, uh, then we're really not um, looking forward to the power that we could um, build towards, right? Um, and that's what the far right did. They like invested so deeply um, in local and state level. And then we wonder, uh, sometimes we caught off guard, it was like, how did we get that uh, that person as you know a, a, a U.S. Congress uh, you know representative or, or senator? It's just like well they've been building while we've been um, you know the 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 left been pretending that we're just like going straight to um, you know Congress and White House to get the power. Then they've been building because they know the power is going up instead of like you're not seeing your U.S. representative or U.S. senator leaving that position to come down and become your state senator, right? That's not happening. Right. And that is why it's so important for us to build local and state level because most likely those are the folks that is, are going to be representing you at the national level. Um, and, and the changes that truly happens at a local and state level. Um, take immigration for, you know, an example, and I'm taking immigration. I'm an immigrant, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, from uh, Cape Verde, which is uh, west coast of Africa. We continue to hear that immigration is a, a national, um, you know, it should be uh, debated and it should be so-called fixed at a national level, right? In the meantime, you know, the system is broken. Nothing is getting done on a national level. So that means we have to be able to do it at a state level. And in order to be able to do it at a state level, we have to be able to work with progressive candidates, get them in office so we can get those um, laws change at a state level. And, and that is going to impact what happens on the national level. It's not the other way around as we've been pretending that it is, right? So, you know, one of the things that I think has been really important to me as I've been looking and trying to educate people on why they should care about state and local races is what's happening with the school boards, right? For instance, mm -hmm. school boards have been taken over by the far right and they are banning books, right? Yep. 2000 books have been banned across, you know, K through 12 schools across this country. They are banning curriculum. They're banning words. And I'm saying, if you are a person, regardless of if you have kids in the school system or not, 
right? You should care about how young people are being educated. So how does Renew get people activated and interested in either running for office themselves or being trained to go and find folks that are interested in running for office and then running their campaigns? Yeah. So Renew is really focused on recruiting uh, our own, like I call it our own people, right? <laughs> our regular people who are nurses, uh, uh, parents, advocates, activists. Um, we're really uh, recruiting uh, people who wouldn't think that they are fit to be in office. They are fit to represent. We have activists on the ground every day organizing, trying to change um, uh, you know, uh, laws and trying to put in place things that is going to better our lives. But a lot of them don't think that they have the skills or they have what it takes to actually be a public, um, uh, you know, servant in that way of like representing their constituents. Right. So we are going out there, identifying those those folks who have been doing the work uh, for so long and having, you know, just conversations. Um, have you thought of yourself as someone who can run for office? Um, and, you know, they say it takes at least seven times when you ask uh, a female identified yep. uh, person um, for them to say yes. Um, and that is, um, you know, it's, it's that's not by accident, right? <laughs> that is not by accident. So we are taking our time to make sure that it's not a one time conversation. Um, it's, you know, we are building a community as we, uh, recruit folks, we are building a community and we are creating the conditions for them to claim and reclaim their power. We don't have the power to give anyone, right? You have, we can only create the conditions for people to recognize the, their power and take it. Um, and that is exactly what Renew is doing. Um, we are, uh, uh, recruiting candidates. Uh, we are providing the trainings that they need and apologies if you hear my dog <laughs> we are providing <laughs> the trainings that they need because it's not just uh getting um that person to say yes right it's also providing them with the trainings that they need because a lot of the times that is why a lot of folks um get discouraged from running um they get uh someone to recruit them and then it's kind of like oh now you have to figure out on your own what you need uh in order right. to to run a campaign and that's not fair to them and then when uh, you know, the campaign is not quote unquote successful because they're not elected, then they get discouraged and they sort of like go away. And that is why we continue to lose people in our movement. And that is why um, the the folks that who are left are getting burnt out because we're just like constantly doing too much. Right. So we are providing the, the trainings that they need. And we also providing trainings for campaign uh, managers. Right. We renew notice that there was a gap. Right. We uh, not enough um, people of color, LGBTQ members of the community uh, have been, um, you know, have been uh, sort of allowed the opportunity um, to, to learn the skills needed to become campaign managers, which means that we have an issue with the pipeline because most yep. of the people yep. who become campaign managers eventually um, either you're becoming chief of staff or becoming a yep. staff member of whoever is elected. And then that opens the door for you to then later on run. Right. So like they, that is a, that is a gap. Like when you have a lack of, you know, uh, leaders in the pipeline to be able to represent us. And that is what Renew is doing. We training campaign managers all across the country and then, uh, connecting them to progressive candidates, um, not only for them to be supported, um, with their campaign, um, 
with progressives, but also to create that pipeline to then have more of our people, I continue to say our people, representing us. Tell us a little bit about what your training, particularly for campaign managers, because I do remember, you know, working on Capitol Hill and I was a part, I I went to Capitol Hill as a member of the Congressional Black Caucuses Fellowship Program. And the whole purpose of that was to bring more black people uh, to Capitol Hill, because in many ways um, in Washington, D.C., that pipeline was fueled by people who were afforded the ability and privilege to do unpaid internships. We don't do that kind exactly. of thing any, anymore. But because of unpaid internships, that the assumption was that your families had money, right? And and you didn't have mm-hmm. to spend any time working and you could uh, kind of get your foot in the door. Um, and so the CBC recognized that there was a huge gap in terms of black and brown people being represented on Capitol Hill for that reason. So I want to talk a little bit about your the campaign manager training, uh, trainings and programs. What are some of the things that you offer and how do people find the program if in fact they are interested uh, in, in, getting, in getting that experience? Yeah, so some... Some of the uh, trainings uh, included in in uh, the curriculum um, fundraising, right? And we know whether folks want to have an open conversation about it. Um, we know um, that uh, BIPOC folks have uh, have had a sort of um, string relationship with with money, right? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. um, was one of the things that I shy away from is asking is organizing money. We don't see it as organized money. Mm. A lot of the times we see it as you know, bagging. So we shy away from that. So that is part of uh, fundraising is part of the training, really, um, you know, uh, uh, teaching our uh, participants to look at it from a different angle. It's about organizing money um, that you need to to do in order to achieve a goal, right? Um, And um, we also training um, on, you know, uh, comms, right? Um, As Mm -hmm. a campaign manager, messaging extremely important, right? So we have messaging training, we have fundraising training, um, vote builder, uh, anything that you uh, will need in order to, um, you know, confidently run a a campaign, um, which is, as you said, uh, an an issue because a lot of uh, folks who can afford to do uh, internship, unpaid internship, you know, they gain those skills. uh, But for the rest of us who cannot afford um, right. To do that, we continue to be left behind. And then there's this constant narrative of just like um, folks are not coming to the table. It's just like they can't come to the table if they don't if they thinking about how am I going to meet my needs? How, what, yep. Where's my where's my meal coming from the next day? How yep. am I going to feed my family? You can't come to the table like that. Yeah. You know, one of the things that has been on the rise in this country over the last several years is political violence, threats of political violence. I mean, we just, you know, uh, saw the attack on Paul Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi's husband. We have seen other members of Congress be shot. Um, We have seen other, you know, threats of the FBI and bombing and all of these things. How does the rise in political violence, we saw the pollsters that volunteered in Georgia uh, in the yeah. 2020 election, have their entire lives turned upside down um, and are living in fear because of the former twice impeached president's um, tweets and attacks on them. 
So how do you talk about, how does Renew kind of talk about this, the reality of political violence while also seeking to find candidates and volunteers that want to run for office and work on campaigns? Yeah. So that first, the acknowledgement that fear can paralyze one um, is something that Renew, um, that was the first thing. We acknowledge that uh, it's not as easy of just asking someone for, uh, you know, to to step up and run for office. We carry fears, fear in our body, right? Especially for us who have descendants of of slaves. Yep. Whether people want to acknowledge it, uh, have an open conversation, that's a separate thing. But the fact is that it's in our DNA. So so fear paralyzes us, especially when we see uh, what we're seeing in the media or the experiences that we have in our everyday life, right? So. Uh, we knew that we couldn't just um, be out there asking people to run without uh, considering the fact that some people really fear for their lives, especially if you're from a marginalized group um, that uh, we need to have more represent- representation of, right? Um, so Renew um, partnered with PurePoint, um, mm-hmm. a national um, uh, organization that provides uh, you know, security uh, consulting. Um, and um, can um, provide, can really walk with you um, all the steps, whether is you've, you've been hacked or you've been, um, wow. you know, attacked on social media, physically attacked. They, you know, they, Jessica walks with you uh, throughout the steps um, for counseling um, and to help you put the safety net in place in order for you to feel secure uh, to whether it's, it's uh, and it's not just for candidates, um, let me be clear, it's for movie yeah, yeah. leaders. Okay. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's for movement leaders. Um, I myself, for example, um, I've worked on immigration issue and other I- issues uh, for a while. And I was working on the, you know, driver's license bill here in Massachusetts for undocumented immigrants. When we first filed the bill in 2019, I started receiving threats. This, the wow. bill passed June um, of this year, September 9th. Um, Republicans, uh, opposition had gathered enough signatures to bring it to the ballot. We were going to be the first state. Um, we became the first state to, for, where they collected enough signatures to bring it to the ballot and potentially repeal it. Um, so it became a ballot campaign uh, from September 9th through November 8th. Not even enough time. Um, and I, I faced threats again. Um, even my neighbors down the street from me were following me as I was canvassing for uh, Yes on 4. I was the uh, I uh, was the field director for the Yes on Four campaign, and he was following me, right? And th- that is, you know, I already it's had so scary. trauma from, yeah, yeah, I already had trauma from when we first filed the bill when I was receiving uh, emails, uh, social media message, and even people uh, making videos about me, right? It's a, it's a violation of my privacy and is exposing me to the world, right? So like I carried that fear in, in my body. So I recognize the fear that other people carry. So to then turn around and for someone to say, hey, do you want to run for office? Even though yeah. you have been threatened so many times uh, without the safety net in place, we can't do that to our people. So that is that is why we have uh, partnered with PurePoint to provide um, the service that our movement leaders need in order to claim that power and be in the forefront of, of um, the movement. Delita, with the minute or so that we have left, you know, what advice do you give or encouragement to people that, you know, 
have a voice, they have a position, but they're on the fence about running for office. They're on the fence because of the heightened threats, because of putting themselves or their families at risk, but they feel like they need to do something. What advice do you give to them? Um, seek a community, right? We cannot do this alone. Bruno cannot do this alone. Candidates cannot do this alone. We need to have a community where we feel held, where we feel we can come to for uh, support, emotional support, physical support, you know. So seek a community. Do your um, research. Um, as I mentioned, Renew US, you can visit the website, renewus.org. Um, and we have the security uh, program. And it's for movement leaders, not just for candidates. So you consider yourself a movement leader. You consider yourself uh, someone um, who has a lot to offer. Send us a message. We'll, you know, we'll help you put in place the steps that you need to feel safe and secure. Because if not you, who then, right? Like we need our people, um, and we need to build a community. And that is what Renew is trying to build—a community um, of uh, a political community, a, a community of movement leaders. Because um, that's the only way we're going to achieve change is by being together. Yes. Lalita Hosha, thank you so much for making the time to join Woke AF. Thank you for the work that you're doing with Renew USA. Folks, check out renewusa.org for more information on how to get involved. If you're interested in running for office, because we need good people to run and we need good people to run campaigns. Um, Thank you so much for making the time for us today. Appreciate you. Thank you. And is Renew US. Re- renew US. US. Okay. Renew yes. US. Dot, yes. dot org. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Danielle. Absolutely. <laughs> Bye. That is it for me today, dear friends on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.